Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Pure Nintendo Podcast. This is your weekly dose of all things Nintendo. My name is Gemma, and joining me this week, I have with me two good friends. I have Trev. Welcome back, Trev. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and welcome back, Justin. How are you? Hey, good to be back. Yeah, welcome back to our first, I suppose, official show of 2024. Um, and I wanted to let listeners know who aren't aware that um, we have a, a really fun tradition at the beginning of each year where we predict what we what we think is going to happen uh, from Nintendo for the year ahead. And uh, you guys have done some some great predictions. And we were just talking before the show that this has been a tradition we've been doing on Pure Nintendo since way back in 2009. So it's been a 15 year plus <laughs> kind of deal. And um, and Justin was doing it way back then, and Trev's been doing it for about six years. So. We've posted this on the site already, but we wanted to go through it during the podcast and talk about what we think will happen during the year. First of all, I wanted to ask you guys, is this, do you think your predictions are speculation or more like a wish list or a bit of both? <laughs> like, how do you come up with your predictions? Do you kind of analyze things a little bit and think, yeah, this is trending or this, or it's just been too long since we've seen from, you know, Donkey Kong or something. How do you, how do you work it out? <laughs> Yeah, I know it's it's probably a little bit of all of that. Like, uh, sometimes I know some of the the ones that end up getting predictions for the following year may be ones that I I you know wanted to come true the last year, and I'm like, oh, maybe this is the year now, you know. Mm, so some yeah. there are like uh, <laughs> leftovers or carryovers, if you will, that um, that just sneak into the list, and that's probably like you know two or three. But yeah, the rest of them, yeah, it's kind of yeah wish list. But, but I do try to think about, um, like, are there anniversaries for certain franchises mm. coming up or even certain games? Because um, Nintendo likes to do that with, you know, like, Zelda games. It'll, it'll kind of coincide when they did Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD. That kind of coincided with, you know, 10-year, 15-year type increments. But so there's some of that. And then there is just, you know, both Nintendo and even the Pokemon company have kind of a cadence to their directs and their Pokemon presents and Pokemon day, uh, as I'll, as I'll speak to is, is kind of one you can always, you can always pencil in some big announcement each mm. year for, for the Pokemon yeah. company. So whether <laughs> that's remaking some games, uh, which, which they often kind of alternate between, Hey, here's a new generation or some, some totally new spinoffs versus doing, um, uh, some remakes of some past um, gen titles, but um, nice. anyway, so yeah, it's just a lot of a lot of that. But and then sometimes just for fun, like I feel like the wild card section is our is our chance to have some fun, Trev, where we kind of get to guess a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, I do love the wild cards. Yeah, so enjoy the ride, listeners. We'll go through these predictions, and uh, it's a lot of fun to to speculate. I think, and I love some of these, so I'll, I'll throw in my comments <laughs> as we go through. But just to um, cap off the 2023 results, because what you guys also do is score your predictions each year. And Justin, you did really well last year. You got 8.5, which is, uh, is it out of 10, I assume, or out of 12 with wildcards? Well, yeah. Well, I guess it would be 14 with the wildcards, right, Trev? Because each of the, uh, the wildcards would be worth two points. So uh, it would be, okay. be yep. 10 plus four. Yeah. So, so yeah, eight, eight, eight and a half would... Um. Yeah, isn't isn't too bad. I'm, <laughs> but some of those, I think, I got I got lucky with the Mario. Uh, yeah, that was true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like like, and some of the predictions are like we haven't seen a game in this franchise in a long time. So, uh, you know, sometimes you get lucky. But. 
Cool. All right. And uh, I'm pretty sure some of those were recycled too. I recognized a few of them from from past years. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. And they finally came true. Right. <laughs> finally. Eventually, you would do. You would do a win. <laughs> right. Cool. Well, let's go through your your predictions for this year for 2024. What do you got for us? Yeah. So yeah, I'll just um, I'll start at the top here. So th- this is a carryover um, for my 2023 list, and maybe maybe the last several Trev. Like I, I think I, I think <laughs> it looks I a little familiar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, for, for those that uh, are wanting to know, it's uh, Metroid Prime Four will finally finally be shown off to the world again. And it will be one of the key games, I think, to show off the visual capabilities of the Switch successor. So mm, that's my, that's, very cool. that's my hope. Um, so you're saying it won't necessarily come out this year? It'll just be shown off? Yeah. Is that right? I, I, yeah. Like, it's been so long in development, and then, they, and then they rebooted it, right? They gave it back to Retro mm. Studios. And that's been probably five years since they rebooted it, right? Um, but... I remember, I remember even seeing like there were some postings like job hiring that Retro was doing even up until like a year and a half ago or, you know, even like, a, so I'm like, I still think it's, it's, it's decently far in development, I would say, but I don't think it's coming out this year. I I, I don't know. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I could be, it could be that it's further along than we think. And they've just, they know it's going to be, um, you know, they're like, well, we're working on the successor. Maybe we just have that, you know, as a launch title or something, you know, like, and maybe mm. it still is going to release on both systems. I think that's still a possibility, but, um, you know, I think it, it will probably be used as kind of a showcase for, um, you know, Nintendo kind of has like, hey, here's here's kind of a core game that's, you know, all about the graphics and that sort of thing. And then here's some, mm-hmm. you know, here's a new Mario game or, you know, whatever. So, um, <laughs> but, yeah. Mm, fingers crossed yeah i think that's likely yeah what do you think trev <laughs> well it, it's interesting because i i have metroid prime 4 mentioned in my list too but uh you know justin mentioned showing off the switch successor for me i think that's the that's the key mm. you know mm-hmm. if we see the next successor we see metroid mm-hmm. prime 4 and mm-hmm. you know that's a, that's a big if but i mean you know, Metroid Metroid Prime Remastered was was in both of our top ten for the year. So I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously, we're hungry for another installment. And you know, I think based on on the sales of the remastered, and as well as you know, dread from the pre- uh, previous year, I think mm-hmm. there's an audience for uh, more adventuring with Samus. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I think the way you put it, finally, finally, yeah. <laughs> um, would, would you again, <laughs> we're, just, yeah. we're overdue. I hope it's not one of the situations where they've, you know, rebooted and got new developers in. It's not like one of those times when a director changes in a movie. I'm thinking yeah. of, what is it that one of those DC movies like Justice League or something where they change directors halfway through and then it becomes <laughs> this kind of mishmash of genres or kind of styles and you're like oh it just doesn't work i hope that's not try to pick out which level was from which developer yeah (laughs) yeah exactly yeah Yeah. it's a a Uh, good point yeah like i i hope that since they they changed back to retro studios that it's hopefully mm, you know going to be reined in a little bit more and a little bit more like 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 certainly they could they could take metro prime in a new direction but if it's called metro prime 4 i feel like it's 
like like people sort of want something that is iterative you know like like we know like they kind of nailed the gameplay with one two and three yeah add add some new abilities and 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 you know obviously new worlds maybe have several planets we go to that, that but like just build on that really solid foundation you know mm. yeah um because th- there was talk, there was talk at one point that the team prior to retro you know before they had rebooted it they were making it like a third person shooter instead of first person and that it was potentially more open world based and mm. so th- there was there's some things like maybe maybe they were being a bit more experimental and then nintendo wasn't quite happy with them i don't know you know yeah. that's all speculation but <laughs> Yeah, well, time will tell, and hopefully this is the year (laughs) to give you a point on this prediction. Yeah. (laughs) What's next on your list? Uh, Yeah, the uh, number two on the list is uh, I think the Pokemon Company will announce um, black and white remakes uh, this year, Um, most likely during the Pokemon Day. Um, They usually do a Pokemon Presents on Pokemon Day, which I think is end of February. Um, mm. And Not the reason I say away. the reason I say black and white remakes, those are the next generation in line to be uh, remade. Um, Diamond and Pearl, which are Gen Four, um, were remade uh, two years ago now, or three years maybe. I guess it'll be three years at the end of this year. I think mm. uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Shining Pearl uh, that came out on the Switch. So I could see them maybe doing maybe a similar style or I could see them maybe even doing a legends game um, uh, like they did with the Pokemon Arceus um, game. So cool. Uh, we'll see. That would be exciting. I'd be happy to, to do that, to play those. <laughs> I'm sure Trev would too. Have you played those Trev? I, I'd like to see him. I have not, I was not into a, uh, to Pokemon when they first came out, but uh, I, I definitely was aware of them. And now that I've played some of the games, mm. I think that I would, uh, appreciate it and, and of course you know just strictly speaking from my wallet's perspective you know i don't want to pay <laughs> triple digits for yeah. for an old ds game so I, I would love to see these games you know modernized with you know hd visuals and whatever other extras they put in so yeah i hope it comes true yeah yeah but me too and february's not too far off so you won't have to wait long to find out if that's a thing right yeah, <laughs> if yeah. It's, i'll be, if it's I'll be right or wrong pretty soon on that one <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes yeah. uh moving on to number three what have you got for us yeah so i i think this is this is sort of a carryover to um maybe for the last couple of years trev i've I've been <laughs> I've been predicting some new hardware from Nintendo for a while. I think, you know, I think with COVID and, and you know, supply shortages, supply chain issues, all of that stuff, it probably makes sense that Nintendo was like, hey, let's let, let's let's hold off on a, on a successor, you know, and, and the switch was doing well, you know, so I think mm. and I mean, wasn't it like at the beginning of last year, they're they're playing. Um, they were media outlets. They're like, oh, Nintendo doesn't have anything lined up for 2023. It's going to be a quiet mm-hmm. year for the Switch. <laughs> and, you know, like you saw all these articles. And then like, you know, it's like, well, guys, remember the Tears of the Kingdom, like even if it was just Tears of the Kingdom, it's not quiet <laughs> here, you know. Any, anyways, um, I think yeah. I think it was awesome that Nintendo kind of like, you know, you could use the word quietly, like blew everybody away with a really solid lineup, you know, brand new mm. Mario game that, you know, was up for game of the year alongside tears of the kingdom and all this other stuff. Anyways. Um, so, but 
with, with that said, I think that 2024, um, looking at some of the slate of upcoming um, Switch games for 2024 already, a lot of them are ports. I think uh, Super Princess mm. Peach, um, or Peach, I forget what the title is for that one. Um, um, Super Princess Peach. Oh, it's like Peach Showtime, is it? Is yeah, it Showtime Peach or something Showtime. like that? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably like their only like uh, brand new title that, that they have slated for 24 so far. Mm. Uh, they've got Luigi's Mansion, re- Luigi's Mansion 2 remake and then Thousand Year Door remake. So um, mm. with with some ports and I, I could see some other ports happening this year, but I think the Switch successor is going to be the big thing. Um, I do think it's going to be announced and released this year. Um, I don't think um, there's quite a few things in here, so I'm, I'm setting myself <laughs> up for like a half point uh, <laughs> uh, for this. But um, I don't think it's going to be called uh, New Nintendo Switch. Uh, and I said, at least I hope not. Um, Nintendo does have a history of <laughs> you know, naming things that way, but um, yeah. <laughs> but I could see them trying to carry that switch name forward so you know switch nitro or switch you know wh- whatever whatever they want to um call it switch neo something um mm-hmm. something that still has that switch name <laughs> uh, but still shows it's a big it's a step up right from from switch light and switch oled but Mm-hmm. yeah true that's a good point switch plus <laughs> yeah exactly i like switch nitro that has a good ring to it actually <laughs> yeah i think nitro was like a code name for the 3ds or something way back when or the oh. anyways well, that'd be kind of an easter egg wouldn't yeah, it'd be kind of a fun <laughs> callback <laughs> yeah very cool you're kind of putting all your eggs in one basket there with the announcement and the release this year but that's i know <laughs> i i mean that's pretty yeah i Sorry. i think that uh you know, the Switch was really kind of unprecedented, right? Like Nintendo announced that. Remember they posted like that that video? It was like in October. And then they're like, hey, we're doing a thing in January. And they did a kind of an in-person mm. thing in Japan and kind of announced the launch lineup and then say, hey, it's coming out March 3rd. So it's like, mm. it was like basically October 20-something when they did that video to March 3rd. That was a really quick turnaround mm. um, from announcement to release, right? And I think Nintendo kind of realized like they almost had two holidays that year, right? Like March was big, you know, a lot of sales, people, you have a launch of a new system. And I think in years, in in previous systems, when they've launched like in November, you basically just have one big holiday, which is cool. But they're like, hey, if we could announce this early in the year. So I kind of... I kind of think that the Switch uh, successor could get announced maybe in the first three months and it could come out maybe even by the fall. Uh, It could be like, Mm. I I don't know. I I think it's not going to be, you know, March 3rd, like the Switch, because I think we would have already heard some sort of announcement by um, uh, by October. Um, uh, And you have to figure, too, the Wii U was struggling right towards the end of its life. So. They weren't, mm, they weren't really cutting off the sales much for the Wii U by announcing a successor prior to a holiday season, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think it made sense for Nintendo not to do that this time because it's, hey, you got a big new Mario game. Don't don't cut off the sales of the Switch, yeah. you know, yeah. by announcing a Switch successor right now. So, but, uh, so I could see this as being a pretty quick turnaround, you know, um, now at the holiday, Nintendo gets a big holiday. They, they've been totally quiet on a successor. 
now they have kind of all of 2024 to kind of focus on it, but we'll, we'll see. Mm, interesting. Yeah. This will be the year that we'll most likely find something out. I think that's yeah. everyone's, everyone's thinking that. So mm-hmm. should probably do a point for that one. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a big year in that, in that case, if something does happen, I mean, gosh, that's mm-hmm. going to be huge for us. So yeah, I'm excited. Definitely exciting. Yeah. Me too. Very excited. Yes. All right. What's next for us? I'm excited about the next one as well. Yeah. <laughs> so th- this is another uh, a prediction that's kind of kind of similar to the the Mario one from last year, where it's just like we're, we're due for a new 3D <laughs> Mario. You know, Mario Odyssey <laughs> came out in uh, 2017, the same year as um, uh, the Switch and Breath of the Wild, right? Mm-hmm. And so we've obviously had a major follow up to Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom last year. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously we didn't get a 3d Mario last year. We got a 2d one and you could argue like, wait, do they want to go back to back having a 2d Mario, you know, um, 23 and then a 3d Mario. And and we say, yeah, exactly. Please. Um, I think like it's been a long time since Nintendo has launched a system with a 3d Mario, you know, like, yeah, I think. I think possibly they wanted to do that with Odyssey, you know, but maybe it was mm-hmm. just a little further, further behind development. Like, as again, the uh, Breath of the Wild was built for the Wii U initially, right? And then mm, it kind of true. ended up on the Switch. So I, I don't know. I could see that, like, this could be the first 3D Mario since Mario 64 to launch a Nintendo system, I think. Which wow. Cool. Um, I don't know. That so, would be cool. That would be very cool. I would be very excited with that. <laughs> I think. I mean, I, I'd be even yeah. more more specific if it does come. I think it would have to be Odyssey Two. I mean, mm, the best yeah. selling three D three D Mario by a wide margin. Yeah. Uh, Twenty seven million. I mean, that's a top five Switch mm. seller, and it yeah. would just make sense to continue. You know, those adventures. I mean, it wasn't just a best seller; it was a critical. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. darling as well, universal acclaimed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I concur. Yeah. I, I mean, I it was like, a fantastic I, game. I would yeah. love an I love an Odyssey too. True. Mm-hmm. Mm, they could do it. They've done a Galaxy too. I mean, it's not unprecedented. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, that would be exciting. That'd be super exciting. Odyssey is just an amazing game. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did it with with um, Zelda more or less. You know, Tears of the Kingdom was mm-hmm. pretty much a follow up to Breath of the Wild. It's true. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That could work. I could see that happening. Oh, this year is sounding exciting. If half of these come true, it'll be good. <laughs> What's next for you, Justin? All right. Uh, number five. Um, I think we'll get a Metroid Prime 2 remaster announced this year. Um, I, I could possibly see Metroid Prime 3 as well, like maybe get an announce, but I don't know that it's going to release this year. So, um, mm. yeah, but I think I think for sure we'll we'll hear about Prime 2, especially if we if my first prediction is true, if we're here about Prime Four, I think you've got to have, I think you've got to have two and three come out before four, you know, just to, and, and with kind of with some ample space in between, so people can play them who might have missed out on them, you know. So, um, mm. you know, it, maybe there's the off chance that they do a double pack, you know, that they like, hey, here's Prime, Prime Two and Three, um, and then charge. You know, what, what was Prime Master was only twenty dollars, right? Or was it 40? No, I think it was 40, 39.99. Yeah, I could see. And and Prime 1 was like maybe the most acclaimed out of the three. 
So I could see, you know, maybe if they if they tried to bundle two and three, but um, I kind of hope not. Triple pack bundle Federation Force. That's a Metroid Prime game. Ooh, true. That's right. <laughs> you don't speak Federation Force, Trent. <laughs> Wait, what's what's that? Uh, uh, what's that movie? We don't talk about Bruno. You know, that's the... oh yeah, <laughs> Moana. No, not Moana. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I know the one you mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Encanto, Encanto, yeah. Encanto, that's it, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I was thinking double pack, but I wasn't going to say it because I thought that would that would not happen. But you said it, so it's okay. Yeah. I like the, my only hesitation with a double pack is that might indicate that two and three aren't getting like maybe the full remastering treatment that the first one got, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were there were some rumors to that effect that. You know, they they were really like doing a big glow up for Metroid Prime Remaster, the first game, because it's it is just so highly regarded. And then like two and three, we're going to get maybe kind of like Pikmin two and three, where they just kind of had some HD ports. They weren't they weren't, you know, full, full um, remasterings like like uh, Prime was. So I, I think if it it depends on the level of effort that they put in, you know, if they if they put in the same level of effort with with the primary master, then I think they'll probably sell them separately and maybe go for forty for each or whatever. But um, mm. if if they kind of are just doing some up res ports, then maybe they pack them in. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I think there's well definitely a high chance of one, if not both of those. Mm-hmm. Seen a lot of day sometime soon, but we'll see. <laughs> What's next? Another franchise that we get excited about. Yes. And I, I know I had an F-Zero prediction last year that ended up coming true crazily with, with F-Zero 99, uh, which was mm-hmm. really what I was thinking. But um, <laughs> but, but I do think that, that, uh, that maybe they were planning on a, a GX remaster or, or maybe a new F-Zero title. And they were like, you know what? this is going to take a little bit longer. Maybe they were holding it for, for having a launch title, right? Having it, having a racing game at launch like that, that would be kind of just make the launch lineup, uh, lineup a bit more diverse. Um, mm, true. And you do something like F zero 99. It's like, Hey, this is something we can get out quick and, and introduce F zero to maybe a new generation. Like again, you know, one of my nephews really loves F zero 99 and had never really, you know, looked into the franchise before. And uh, so I think, um, you know, I, I think we, we could, we're, it's not the last we've seen of F-Zero. And I think F-Zero 99 is, is indicative of, of seeing something else this year. Mm. And especially if they are doing lots of ports and, and re remakes this year, you know, to end the Switch's kind of life. Yeah. Um, that could be one that could, if, if we're not doing a new one for the new system, you know, a port or a remake of gx could be a switch you know a switch title that we see maybe yep. Yep. i don't know and there's the there's the f-zero base track in mario kart 8 which might also yes you know at least like my nephew actually that's one of his favorite tracks in mario kart yeah. he loves that track yeah it's a great track. <laughs> yeah. yeah there's a couple Meat of them City, right yeah there's, there's, yeah, there's two i think <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so yeah I yeah think- I, th- I think there's a there's there's still a market for F Zero. I think that it's it's different enough from Mario Kart, and it's it's still different enough from a lot of Nintendo's franchises that I think mm. you could find a, an audience. For yeah, very cool. What's next? Another exciting uh, possibility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, number seven is I think Wind Waker HD 
and Twilight Princess HD will get ported to the Switch uh, in 2024. Um, and a double pack? Uh, I don't know if it's going to be a double pack, um, but I could see them. And, and maybe this is like, now that I'm thinking about it, I was like, man, Nintendo likes to charge. Like, why, why would they release both of them in the same year? But I, I don't know. Like, I guess I feel like as long as they're, if they're not doing too much work to these, because again, Wind Waker HD looks amazing, right? Like, like on the mm. Wii U, I don't think you need to do much more visually. Just, okay, now you output maybe at a higher resolution or something, but like, it's still an amazing mm. game. Um, so, and Twilight Princess HD, kind of same thing. Um, so that's where I'm kind of like, I could see them, maybe they do a bundle, but I could see Nintendo just selling those for $20 each or something. And, and um, you know, t- tying people over uh, Zelda wise um, uh, in 2024, because obviously I don't think we're getting a brand new Zelda for, for the Switch successor launch. But. Yeah, it seems a bit too soon if it's, especially yeah. if it's this year. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> No one's predicted a 2D Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, your next one kind of relates to the Switch successor again as well, actually. Yes. Yeah. So number eight, um, I, I think like the Switch has been so popular. And uh, have you guys realized it has never gone on sale? Uh, well, like... There's never been an official price drop, I guess, is my, mm, uh, my thought. Yes, yeah. no, that's true. That's um, true. Like, like it has gone on sale. Like, they, there's been, and they, and Nintendo's done bundles and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, but even bundles, that's not really an official sale. Like, it's not Nintendo coming out and saying the new price is one ninety nine, mm-hmm. or you know, like you could argue that okay, Switch Lite was, you know, uh, a way for them to sort of drop the price or at least have an entry point at a lower cost. Um, mm-hmm. But that's still not still not dropping the price of the core switch you know and um anyway so i i do think um they keep selling the switch alongside the successor especially if it's so closely tied to uh i, th- I think the successor is going to be pretty similar to the switch just you know better mm-hmm. better visuals maybe maybe a new kind of uh, core feature uh to switch how people play but um, I think it's it's going to be a very similar hybrid console concept. Um, yeah, and 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 you could you could sell it alongside it and drop the price fifty dollars. You know, like hey, the Switch OLED, you know, two ninety nine or maybe a hundred dollars, right? You know, it's at two fifty, and if you got the Switch Lite down to like a hundred and fifty, uh, or even even ninety nine dollars, like you remember in the DS days when. Um, some of the DS models got down to like $99 or $129. Like that's a really uh, sweet spot for um, Nintendo to keep selling Switch for another two years or so. Um, yeah. yeah. would make sense with all the games out there, yeah. honestly. Oh, yeah. Just a huge a, library. Huge li- Yeah. Um, yeah. So. I mean, just look at how well the 3DS, you know, did the Switch launch 2017. That was a great year for the 3DS. It was kind of a rebound year. Yeah. So yeah. there's just mm. this is about as a slam dunk a prediction as as uh, anyone can make. I think <laughs> Nintendo would be crazy yeah. to discontinue it. It's not a it's not yeah. a Wii U situation or oh, yeah mm-hmm. like exactly that. yeah. We're yeah. not going to quietly put it outside and <laughs> forget it existed. Yeah, <laughs> we'll never forget. Uh, well, that kind of leads on to your next one as well, really. Yeah. yeah so yeah, this ties in again. So number nine, uh, I think backwards compatibility. 
will be a main selling point of the new system. Uh, it I think better all, be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it better be. Exactly. Um, I think all Switch games will carry over, be able to be played day one on the new system. Um, I said this will be Nintendo's first digital account setup that has full carryover. Um, if you guys remember, mm-hmm. like even with the 3DS and you know DS, 3DS, Wii U to Switch, like like nothing carried over, right? Like like there were mm-hmm. like I think with the Wii U, Nintendo introduced Nintendo accounts, but they were still it's still tied to the hardware, right? Like it, it was still like, if you download digital games, it's tied to that Wii U system, you know? Mm-hmm. And you'd um, still have to rebuy them. They give you like a discount, like, oh, yeah. it's only two bucks, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I mean, truly the, the Switch was Nintendo's first console where they had a true account system where it wasn't tied to the hardware. You know, again, you could get a whole new Switch, redownload all your games. So I think having that continuity is so important. And and it's going to get a ton of people to buy in day one, right? Like, it's like, mm. especially like if you could trade in your switch, it's like, it's like, okay, the new switch successor is, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's three to $400, right? It's, it's going to be maybe pricier. Well, for a lot of people, it's like, oh, I can play literally every one of my switch games, digital, physical, you know, backwards compatibility. Uh, okay. And I, I can get trade in credit for my current switch for like $200. Yeah. I'll upgrade to the next one for hundred and 150 out of pocket. <laughs> you know? So like, I think that that, that needs to be there. Like, like Trev was saying. Um, and, and I think that's gonna, that's gonna kick off the, the switch successor, maybe even faster than the switch started. It's, it's life out, you know? Um, mm. You, you get a lot of people that maybe there's still a lot of people that haven't bought a switch, right? Uh, maybe not a lot of people, but like there, there's still some people out there that haven't bought a switch and maybe, maybe they've kind of been on the fence over the last year or so. And they're like, well, I've been hearing these rumors about a successor. I mean, you get those people day one and then you get a ton of sales. Like they're going to be buying like, you know, original switch games on the switch successor. They're going to buy and switch successor. Games. Like there's just, yeah, uh, it, this is a win-win for Nintendo. If they if they have backwards compatibility there day one, um, it'd be the first time since, man, I guess like the GameCube to the Wii had backwards compatibility. At least the the launch Wii, mm-hmm. you can play your GameCube game, right? the discs. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, like Wii to Wii U, I guess there was backwards compatibility there, right? Yeah, that was awkward though, wasn't you it? You still had to like load up just... like a separate... Like man, yeah. yeah, yeah, which was really annoying. <laughs> like the Wii U to Switch, that was broken, right? Like there was no, mm, mm-hmm. there was no transition there that was no, um, you know, uh, carried those games over. So I think, yeah, this is, yeah, this has got to be there, but hopefully, yeah, <laughs> makes sense. I mean, it makes sense to us, so hopefully, it makes sense to Nintendo. Yeah, I would be very sad if it didn't, because yeah, we all have a lot of downloaded games that, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, we would never be able to play again. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then uh, my 10th one, my, my last of my main ones, um, you know, I, I think Nintendo made, you know, really good strides with third party support with the Switch. Uh, we saw a ton of, a ton of, you know, third parties on the Switch that we didn't see on the Wii U or, or even the Wii, right? Um, mm. you know, maybe, it's, maybe it's the best third party support Nintendo's ever had, right, on, on one of their platforms. Um, yeah. I think that that'll continue. And I think we'll get a major franchise announced for the successor um, that even the Switch missed out on. And I kind of gave some examples like things like, you know, Madden, NFL, 
Grand Theft Auto, Call of Duty, Battlefield, Far Cry, like like something that's typically been like a, a you know, quote, hardcore or core <laughs> core game series that has skipped Nintendo systems, right? For for whatever reason, right? You know, maybe they just didn't think there was an audience there or whatever. I think a lot of these franchises that I'm mentioning here, they can't ignore the Switch audience now. You know, like mm-hmm. the Switch is over what 130 million, you know, systems now. And and if this system, if the successor has backwards compatibility and all of that, that's just a huge market that those franchises are missing out on. And so I think something's got to give there. Yeah, totally. I I wholeheartedly agree with that one. I think. Yeah. Yep. You hit the nail on the head. It has been a huge year for support or not year period really of increased support for the switch. And I think that will only grow. So that would be exciting. I mean, I'm not really into any of those series personally, but um I think I'm surprised Madden though hasn't made yeah. it its way. Like, like yeah. Madden's Madden was on the Wii, I know. Um, yeah, and it used to be, didn't it? it? Used to be on like the Super Nintendo or something. I'm sure I played. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I think even 64 yeah. there were Madden games. So, yeah, you know, like like Nintendo yeah. used to have a pretty good relationship with a lot of the sports franchises. You know, they used mm. to get a decent amount of those uh, NHL games, you know, stuff like that. They would so, even rework them, like the Wii had different uh like play you know they would advertise it differently it was unique yeah. play methods so i think the last yeah, one on exactly. nintendo was maybe a 3ds game yeah. kind of early yeah. in the system's life and that was it yeah 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 so it's it's kind of a shame we haven't we haven't gotten some of those again like i, I do think the nintendo audience you know for some of these is maybe is maybe limited but i, I think the switch has kind of broadened the um, the space quite a bit there's a lot of people that have totally. a switch just to play a lot of these core games portably you know so it's like mm, hey if true. i could play you know yeah someone someone may prefer to play call of duty or battlefield on their pc but the reality is now if i could play it wherever i go okay mm. that, i'll probably do that you know um, <laughs> so yeah exactly yeah very cool well, that brings us to your wild cards. Yeah. So what have you got in your wild, your two wild cards? For yeah. Us? <laughs> so yeah. Two wild cards. The first one is, you know, again, I said this last year uh, that we'd get a new Donkey Kong game, um, <laughs> but I think 2024 is the year and, and maybe, you know, it's going to be weird. Like, I don't think all of my predictions can come true realistically because <laughs> if we had a 3D Mario and a new Donkey Kong game and Metroid Prime 4 and all this other stuff, like that's just a crazy <laughs> year, you know? Mm. Um, like, and maybe this new Donkey Kong game is some some hybrid, you know? Maybe Donkey Kong is going to be back in a Mario game. It's some like crazy big mm. 3D crossover between them. I, you know, who knows? But um, I do think that, uh, you know, they're putting in that new Donkey Kong section in Super Nintendo World in Japan. I think it's... I think it actually maybe re- just recently opened um, mm-hmm. and they're working on building it at the Hollywood um, the LA location. Um, and so I think Nintendo, Nintendo needs to promote Donkey Kong more broadly now, you know? So having that in the, um, in the super Nintendo world uh, locations, you have a new game that kind of coincides it uh, coincides with it kind of like the new Mario game uh, in the same year as the new Mario movie. Right. Um, so I think there's, mm. there's potential mm-hmm. for some good cross promotion there. Um, yeah. and then, uh, my second one is, 
I don't think the next Mario Kart game will be released, but I could see it teased like in a as a part of like a trailer, like to to get people hyped for the Switch successor. You know, hey, yes, Mario Kart, the new the next Mario Kart game is coming. You know, later, right, twenty twenty five or beyond or something. But I do think it'll Nintendo will talk about it. Um, Mm. Yeah, maybe if they do some sort of um, new Switch montage, you know, yeah. of all the games we can look forward to, there's like a little snippet of something Mario Kart related, and we can get excited and speculate about what it's, that is. But it's just it might be very small. Of, <laughs> yeah, it's just too big of a franchise. It has sold so much, like Mario Kart Eight. Mm. And, and think about it, guys. Like Mario Kart Eight is a really old game now. Like yeah. it, it got yeah. a it got a ton of extra life on the Switch, as we know, and and with the DLC over the last couple of years, which we've loved, but like when did it originally come out it came out on the wii u like eight years ago 20 10 years ago yeah 10 years yeah is that right yeah like so that's that's kind of unprecedented so i you know i think i think they've probably long been working on the next one and so i don't think it's going to be too long into the life of the switch successor um if it's Mm. a launch man if it's at launch, guys, this, this much successors got, got all, you know, this would be nuts. But um, yeah, yeah, I do think much. we'll talk about it. It's one of their best-selling series. And mm. you know, the only thing that stops this. I took a lot of airtime. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to comment real quick. Yeah, the only yeah. thing that stops that prediction from being the easiest prediction ever mm-hmm. is the <laughs> fact that Cardi is still selling millions Every year, not mm. not yeah. thousands, not tens of thousands, not hundreds of millions. Yeah. And I, I speculated on this a bit on an earlier podcast. Where does Mario Kart go after this? Yeah. Where where else can it go? Right. You know, I wonder if this might be a half point situation where they do like a Nintendo Kart or something. Uh, but oh, yeah. it's yeah. it's fun to think about. I just yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good point. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Gosh, it's exciting. Can't wait to see <laughs> if you're right about that one as well. I mean, it has to go somewhere. They can't rest on their laurels with Mario Kart 8 forever, even though, yeah, currently it's still performing really well and we love it and we play it all the time. Improve the improve the battle mode. Better uh, bring back Block for it from the 64. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be like the only critique of Mario Kart 8. Like everything else, Mario Kart 8's been fantastic. He's more battle level, but, you know. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised they've limited it so much. I might actually win for a change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My kids always beat me in battle mode, but that's okay. I'm more of a racer. <laughs> I, like- I like both, of course, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thank you, Justin. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to Trev's predictions in 2024. Mm-hmm. And what have you got for us up first, Trev? What's your first All prediction? Right. In, a, in no special order, but um, I predict that even though I'm not a fan of Nintendo's uh, mobile efforts by and large, I do think they're going to have some type of new app or some type of new game uh, because Nintendo still has mobile games that that they support. Some games have come and gone, but there's still some on the market. And not only is it a revenue stream, but if they are prepping for a new system, it's also an advertising stream to reach people maybe who don't watch Nintendo Directs but are always glued on their phone. And they're like, hey, this is the system my parents are always talking about. Or... <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, true. I think we're going to see something. Yeah. Any idea what uh, franchise that might be? Or just... Uh, 
you know, I don't. I was I was trying to debate if it would even be a game or almost like a an app. Like was it um, me to not Metopia, um, hmm. Mitomo. I think that's oh. what it was called. Ah, oh, yeah, okay. Which yeah. was just like a kind of a social interaction app, and yeah. maybe that could be something. I mean, the Meverse is gone. So what are they going to have for? I was actually just thinking that, Trev. Bring back Meverse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, my son's been playing Metopia um, recently on the Switch. And, nice. uh, yeah, it just reminds me of how good that was and how good yeah. the Meverse was in general. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm, nothing quite like it. it. That's interesting. I, I also I also love, um, I love your thought, too, Trev, about something to promote the switch hardware because Nintendo Nintendo is always about that, right? Like they're trying to drive people to get their bread and butter is making games and making game consoles. Right. So, um, have you guys seen those controllers for like mobile devices that like plug into Mm -hmm. your plug into your phone? Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, I've got one that I use and it's, it's fantastic. And like, I know Nintendo has, like way back when like the iPhone got big and smartphones in general, people were like, Oh, Nintendo should just release all of their super Nintendo and NES game. Like I want to play all of Nintendo's old games on my phone. Right. And mm. a lot of people are like, it's just a gold mine. They're sitting on these games. <laughs> I would love to play this. And I think for a long time, Nintendo didn't want to do it because they want physical buttons, right? Like they don't want someone just playing on a touchscreen and, you know, like just, can you imagine the inaccuracies of trying to play the original Mario brothers with a digital yeah. pad and like your thumb, <laughs> like blocking part of the screen anyways, yeah. kind of a mess. So, but now that some of these controllers have found some pretty good success on, on mobile phones, um, you know, for like Xbox and PlayStation, like you can, you know, play cloud games on these, these systems. It might be kind of cool if Nintendo had their own controller and then some sort of app like this Trev, and maybe it's, maybe it's just some of the classic games, right? They can play some of these and maybe it ties into your switch online and mm-hmm. then, but, but then it, it points them to like, Hey, you should buy a switch successor. Cause you can play all of yeah. it. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Like, but, but yeah, I love the idea of like, uh, that you have there of an app that inform, like gives them like a little taste, but says like, Hey, it, you could experience this much more, you know, with that, that system. I don't mm. know. Yeah. And even Mario Run, I think they've updated it to include yeah. Mario, Mario Wonder, Wonder elements. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. So. so it's still getting these games are still getting support. Fire Emblem um Heroes gets support. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Animal Animal Crossing Pocket Camp is getting yep. updates. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it must be doing all right. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Another revenue stream, like you said, Trevor. Mm-hmm. But you do have a specific example actually. Well, kind of. <laughs> Sort of, yeah. not really mobile related, but it was a well, mobile game. What's your, you know, <laughs> what's your second? About, uh, those mobile games that still get support. One game that does not is Dr. Mario World. Yeah. That yeah. kind of just disappeared without, I don't think Nintendo even really commented on on yeah. why. I don't think it was an issue with, uh, you know, downloads or anything. But it mm. got me thinking, especially if, uh, and this is kind of getting ahead of my predictions, but if they're looking for maybe smaller games or, uh, to pad out the Switch, you know, library in its waning years. How about a new Dr. Mario? Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not talking like Dr. Luigi or some of the, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, DSiWare or 3DS eShop games. Like an actual proper Dr. Mario. Yeah. We haven't had one in a long time. Yeah. Mm. So I think it's just, 
it makes sense from a practical point of view. And as a little bonus, I put, if this prediction does come true, I'm already calling it for Justin's top five based on Absolutely. his love Mario six, uh, Dr. Mario 64. Oh yeah. I, I, yeah. I, don't, I, I think I've mentioned it maybe on some podcasts, but if you look at my playtime, I, I wish it kind of showed, cause I think my playtime, it just shows like I'm playing the 64 online mm. app, you know, it doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't show which game I'm playing in there, you know? Yeah. Um, cause it'd be cool to, it'd be cool to have that broken down, right? Like, Oh, I play wave race 64 this amount or, you know, but Dr. Mario 64 is a significant amount of time that I've, <laughs> I've played. Like Katie and I fell in love with that. And then um, uh, like for our game nights that we do, we would do four, four person uh, Dr. Mario on 64. And what's kind of funny is on, on these widescreen TVs now, you've got room for at least six uh, yeah, players, you know, simultaneous. Maybe they could squeeze in and do eight. Like that would be really mm. cool. Like there aren't that many eight player games, like, you know, smash brothers and, you know, that sort of stuff. But if you could have like an up to eight player, like you said, Trev, do a proper new Dr. Mario, add lots of different modes. Hey, you can do four person mode. You could do two teams of four or, you know, all sorts of different stuff. Like there's a ton of potential there. I, mm. I, I hope I like Trev, uh, if this happens, I will give you five points for that one. Like, whoa! <laughs> All right, like that's just yeah. You it'll make, it'll make my top five, and and like you you should get bonus points for that because that's uh, <laughs> like that's one I'm like, oh, why didn't I think of that? That's brilliant. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> yes. Oh, sweet. Yes. Um, so yeah. So yeah, we'll have to you have to hold me to it. I'll have to because I'll probably forget this podcast a year from now. <laughs> yeah. Emma's yeah. witness. <laughs> Yeah, I am. Exactly. I am. Yeah, yeah. Keep me honest on. <laughs> I'll write five points in the notes if yeah. we ever refer back to it. Five points for Trevor. <laughs> yes. Oh, awesome. And that would be it's awesome. a good one. Yeah, we are overdue, and yeah. I mean that sounds amazing. If that if half of what you just said came true, yeah. that would be really cool. <laughs> yeah, excellent. What's the next one for you, Trevor? What's your number three prediction? Yeah. So you were asking earlier, like how we come up with predictions, and and some mm-hmm. of it is just being aware of what's in the rumor mill. And, you know, substantial, like things that are authenticated, not just somebody saying, oh, I think, or I heard. But in this case, mm. I think it was, um, it was like the development team or the producer, somebody was hinting about Tamadachi life. And then you saw that the trademark actually uh, got like renewed or there's a new filing. Mm-hmm. So I think, and going to Justin's point earlier about anniversaries, it's been 10 mm-hmm. years since Tamadachi life on the 3DS. Uh-huh. And that was, I think that was like a top 10 seller. It was like 7 million or something crazy. So I think we're going to see that on the Switch, whether it's just a, a, a port, a remake, a, a spinoff. I think it makes sense just from a, again, a money-making perspective. And and goodwill that comes from the anniversary. Now people are remembering and and missing, you know, like those me's, like you were saying with like um, Utopia. Mm. So... That kind of paved the way, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But... yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah. I reckon that's that's a really good one. Actually, it ticks all the boxes because you've got, you know, the filing of the trademark, whatever, um, update, the tenth anniversary, it's a bestseller. Me's are missing in our lives right now. Mm. So that's a likely one. That's that's good. Good one, Trev. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Not five points though. Um <laughs> What's next? Continuing the 3DS theme, kind of. 
No? Yeah, I am. Yeah. And this is a, a, I get a Luto prediction I made last year, which did not come true, is a link between worlds. Did not get a, a 10th anniversary update on Switch. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that Link's Awakening engine mm-hmm. is still out there. And, you know, Link's Awakening, yeah, it wasn't a, a Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom seller. But it was a good seller. It's in the top 25 Switch games. It keeps, you know, moving up the list slowly but surely. And Mm. I feel like they need to use that engine again. And even on the 3DS, we saw like a link between worlds. It didn't get a sequel, but it got Triforce Heroes, right? Mm -hmm. I think they have to use this engine. What makes sense? If they're not going to do a link between worlds, how about going back to the Game Boy like they did with Link's Awakening and do the Oracle games? Yeah. It would be smaller Zelda games to mm-hmm. to tide us over while they work on a new 3D one, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's just, it and it brings the top down Zelda that people are missing. Mm. So yeah, that's kind of wishful yeah. thinking on my part, but I think it also <laughs> makes sense because the assets yeah. are out there. Yep. Mm. And it's been a while. Yeah. Sorry, you go, Justin. No, yeah. I, I love this prediction too, Trev. I uh the Oracle games, yeah, fantastic. Um yeah, it'd be cool to And this one makes sense for a double pack, like we were talking with Wind Waker and Twilight Princess mm. be a double pack. These make perfect mm-hmm. sense as a double pack because they are tied together. Yeah, yeah. You finish Twilight. one, you you it continues over to the next. Yeah. And they they were Man, if they get the HD, oh, I'm getting really excited about this one too, Trev. I don't know if it's five points excited, <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's good. <laughs> Two and a half. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be that would be amazing. Um, so it sounds like overall we're looking for something Zelda uh, re-release wise to tide us over. Um, so there's a good chance of, of one or both of you being right in this regard. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know. I'd be too hard. I'd be too, I'd find it too hard to make an actual call. Like I could say there'll be a three, there'll be a, a a Zelda remake this year, but which one I couldn't really pick. There's too many to choose from. An anniversary helps of course, but I mean, they skip some like a link between worlds. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's awesome. That would be really cool if that happens. Let's move on to your fifth prediction. What have you got for us, Trev? Yeah, so I think, you know, Switch Online, uh, talking about, you know, the, the deluxe one, I think a lot of people maybe who who bit the bullet on that maybe have not renewed or mm-hmm. uh, maybe new Switch owners haven't taken the plunge. They're just doing the, you know, the, the cheaper one. And I think Nintendo's going to want to find a way to draw people in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I said, let's go beyond game trials. You know, like I know, Gemma, you like some of the game trials, but <laughs> I do. <laughs> I don't think game trials are enough. I don't think spoon feeding us, you know, Game Boy Advance games or whatever are enough. I think there's either mm. going to be some type of big new content, sort of like Mario Kart DLC, you know, is free for Switch Online, mm-hmm. or maybe even introducing a new system, which mm-hmm. is another way to kind of pad out the Switch in its waning years. You know, mm-hmm. bring in, you know, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't know, but. Uh, I think they're they're going to be looking for ways to make that. Uh, I, I I I don't actually have sale figures, but I don't think it it took off quite the way they were hoping because it is expensive. So they want to make it attractive to people, and I think there's going to be something big on that end. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I think you're. I think 
they probably do need to rethink how they're doing that. I've mm-hmm. enjoyed some of the um, game trials. It's an interesting concept having a game for a weekend. One thing I don't like is that it's region based. Like I saw Suica game was available in my region and I played it. And then I saw it was available in uh, the US region and I couldn't play it because uh, only my Australian account has the online thing. Like it's only connected to switch online. So uh, I think it's just make it worldwide or anyone, maybe that would be a bit easier, but also the last two game trials I've done, I've went and bought both of the games. Wow, So they're kind working. Of <laughs> it's kind of worked on me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At least. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. I don't really. And then most people are probably like us. We probably just get the Switch Online for the actual online, right? Like so we can play with friends. Yeah. Um, like I did the, I did the, you know, to get the, you know, like the GBA games and stuff. But yeah, I, I let it run out and I just haven't renewed it. Ah, mine, I think mine's automatic. <laughs> so and it just does it. You know, I'm thinking of like, because I bought the Mario Kart DLC. I'm like, man, that would have been compelling. Or like there was some major yeah. Animal Crossing. Like they brought Happy Home Designer basically from the 3DS and stuck it in, mm. you know, the, the Switch game. So that's really that's meaty content, and I'm thinking something mm. like that to appeal to people like me. Yeah, totally. There doesn't. I think I, I only. I think I only updated my Switch Online to include you know N64 when we wanted to play Mario Mario um, Doctor Mario 64. Justin. Oh, yeah. oh, you know, I think I did yeah. the same. <laughs> Yeah. yeah yeah and you're, then i you're welcome, I, you're welcome. No. yes <laughs> thank you justin yeah. and i unfortunately i had already bought the the uh, mario kart dlc but that's okay um what do you think about that one justin any speculation about how they could improve the online experience yeah i mean yeah i like the i like the idea of maybe a new system or something on there they do need just more games too um mm, it's a and, slow release isn't it yeah mm. i could see too like if if they're if they're trying to have continuity between switch and the switch successor i could see them maybe incentivizing like hey the switch successor gets gamecube games right maybe gamecube games can't mm. fully run on the switch although i would think they should be able to run switch should be able to mm. run gamecube games uh emulated but maybe maybe not um but yeah something like that would be really cool i yeah i, I don't like a lot of those little like game trials those little timed things or little events that that you like, Oh, I have to play this weekend in order to take mm-hmm. care. I just don't, mm-hmm. I don't like a lot of that stuff that like online games do. It's like, just like, like when I have time to play that game, just show me that mode. I'm like, cool. Hey, I can, I can do that now. You know, like I just don't like having to, yeah, be, be locked into some, some time thing. No. It is, it is a strange experience, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. you start it up and it says something like, just checking if you can play this game right now. Yeah. And then it's like, yes, you can. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I like that. Yeah. Very interesting. Nice one, Trev. We'll see what happens. Um, I think definitely if there's a Switch successor, there has to be something different and unique to encourage people, like you said. It would be interesting interesting to see the numbers, how many people use online, how many people, I don't know, mm-hmm. out of how many, what did you say, 100, how many millions of, of Switch but yeah i do believe like trev was saying it's not a large percentage that have the mm. switch online service um yeah because they lock you in for the year too you can't do like you know a month or three months like you can with the basic plan so it's a commitment oh yeah yeah it is yeah that's true you know plus yeah. if you've got families i mean the family plan that's even more so 
Yeah. I know. Yeah. Which I haven't uh, committed to yet. So, which is why my other accounts don't have online. Just, just mine. It needs to appeal to you and me, Gemma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, switch which oh. passed 132 million. Um, wow, that yeah, that's was good. that was as that's of good. November when they reported that. I mm. think that's going to be quite a bit up after the holiday, you know. So oh yeah, true. Yeah, they added a yeah, few million. Okay. Maybe getting. Oh, yeah. They they could possibly clear the 140 mark, 140 million mark after the holidays with new Mario game and all that stuff. You know? Yeah. Wow. So that's we'll pretty cool. I, I, I also selfishly want them to keep selling the original Switch to to take over the DS and the PS2. Yeah, uh, what are they, what are they again? Remind me. They are they are both like one of them's one fifty four million and one's one fifty five. I think PS2 yeah, technically right. has the the is the reigning champ by yeah just a little over a million or under a million sales on the DS, but mm. um, I. The Switch has been such an amazing idea and such an amazing, like, I, I really do hope that it uh, passes both of those. It's, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's close. It's close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Um, number six, Trev, what have you got for us? Yeah. So we've been talking a lot about a, a Switch successor, and I feel like I'm in the minority. I've not once uh, ever predicted a Switch successor. Mm-hmm. I just never thought, you know, I, I never thought it made sense. The The arguments were never compelling to me, but based on uh, just the the age of the console, based on the type of releases we got this past year, based on the sales slowing, I mean, it's still a good seller, but mm-hmm. after seven years, it's going to slow. This is the first year I predicted that we will have a Switch follow-up announced, but where I differ mm-hmm. from Justin is I don't necessarily think they are going to release it this year. I think there's, well, you know, for time's sake, maybe I'll just leave it at that. But I I totally agree they're going to announce something. I don't know when, but that's like a sure bet for me. But will we get it released, you know, this year, like for the holiday season, or will they hold it, you know, like the original Switch and have it come out, you know, in the spring? Yeah. Maybe I'm leaning towards the latter. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, time will tell who is correct <laughs> of the two of you. Which will kill um, a lot of Justin's predictions if I am right. So. <laughs> right. It's, that is that's true. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> He's either going to dominate me again uh, next year, like he did this past year, or uh, I'm going to have my comeback. Mm. Yeah. 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 Hey, with that, with You're that true. five, uh, five score with dr mario man you got yeah oh yeah yeah you could be the all-time best <laughs> uh well that leads into your next one as well Number yeah seven. and this is a, a familiar prediction because mm-hmm. justin more or less said the same but if they do announce a switch successor and i think they will you know they're gonna have to give us some footage of games you know they can't get away by showing us you know one two switch you know, whatever. <laughs> and I think yeah. Metroid Prime 4, we got to see something beyond a logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just got it. And I feel like this is a prediction we've, we've both made <laughs> a few times, but, you know, time's going to catch up to it, right? We got to see something. Yeah. Yep. You got to be right eventually. It's time, to, time to show your cards, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, and number eight, I guess, kind of continues that theme in terms of a new console. Yeah, what I my my gut's telling me 2025 for Switch okay. Two or whatever they're going to call it, and 
of course, mm-hmm. Nintendo's still going to want the Switch to be, you know, moving steady units. Mm-hmm. So what are they going to do? Well, all we have to do is look at what the 3DS did when the Switch mm-hmm. came out. You know, we had uh, ports. We've already seen a lot of ports this year and ports announced for next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe there'll be price cuts. You know, we saw some games this year come in at $40 instead of 60 mm-hmm. And... I don't know if they'll do it this late in the system's life, but why not introduce the Nintendo Select line for the Switch? There's so many good sellers, including some that were early in the system's life that aren't as easy to find on the shelves. Mm. I think these are all things they could do to ensure that the Switch remains relevant while they put the bulk of their efforts into the successor. Yeah. Are games, other games like odyssey and breath of the wild are they still selling well i mean you have to think being that there's no other 3d mario for example mm-hmm. that probably still sells well right or is it yeah. not as i mean mario kart we've mentioned yeah all they're steady climbers i mean mm-hmm. it's and we're going to get into it a little bit but it's it's crazy how many strong sellers the switch has yeah. so why not give some of those little ones like i don't know like arms or something a chance to shine yeah get it back yeah, on the true. shelf for a budget price mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. great. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. Do you think speaking, you said Switch Two or whatever, whereas uh, Justin said Ni- Switch Nitro. You know, Nintendo's never really done the number system like the the, the PlayStation does. Do you think this would be the first time they could do that? They might go Switch Two, then they'll have Switch mm-hmm. Three in you know five to ten years. Switch Two <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Um, yeah. I really don't know. Yeah. You know, they they operate to the beat of their own drum. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. conceivably, they might not even keep the Switch name. It's true. Yeah, yeah. it's possible. Yeah, when did they try to do that with the Wii and look how it worked out with the Wii U? So. Yeah. yeah, it really yeah. did it hurt them keeping the Wii name for the Wii U. It, like, yeah, using. it did. And so, yeah, like, I honestly, I do think if they called it Switch 2, that's the most intuitive way for the general consumer to know that this is a, a next yeah. thing, right? <laughs> Um, yeah. like switch nitro or something like that, that could still be like, Oh, is this just a, another add on for your switch? Yeah. dollars yeah. Or, you know, like, yeah. like <laughs> you're going to get that type of stuff. So like switch to, yeah, it, it's it a just, faster switch. It's got a uh, better frame rate. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's other ones like they could say like switch next or switch, you know, switch again. Or, I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, they could do something that, that still kind of is indicative of, of something. Mm, I, I wonder if in reality they've had the system ready for a long time and the only thing holding them back from, from the releasing name. it is they, they don't know what to call it. Exactly. <laughs> they just don't know. Yeah. Switch, Switch 2 would be really, yeah, it's, it's the most easy basic thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, the, the grandmas that are buying games or or, or stuff for their their grandkids are like oh switch two yeah this is that new switch that they were talking about <laughs> you know, it's true yeah it's t- it's tricky because they've always well not always but generally they've had different names for things right like the nintendo 64 then you've got the gamecube then you've got the wii they're very different and then the one time they kept it the wii u it yep. just fell i remember people in my office yeah. um there was a mom in my office talking about buying it for the kids and she just didn't understand she's like what is this? Is it just a, an add-on for the Wii? And I'm like, no, it's oh, a completely new system. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's confusing. Yeah. Um, mm. But the Switch name has such a, and the, but the Wii name had such a, 
you know, everyone knew what the Wii was. Everyone loved the Wii. So Switch is similar. I think they're going to... I think it's tough. I don't know. Yeah, I think the the marketing... (laughs) I think the Wii U concept was was so... It was... It was kind of hard to grasp, right? This like, wait, I've got mm. a controller and it's wireless and it hooks up to this console thing too. But you know, mm. um, but it, it got it kind of got top billing when they showed it off, right? The console is kind of in the background, and the console even looked like mm. me a little bit, just a little bigger. So, mm. yeah, I think, um, yeah, they, it, they're in a much better place now to to reuse the Switch name than they were mm. with reusing the Wii name. I don't know, but it's. Yeah, it, it is a bit of a gamble there. Yeah, if you do something like Switch Nitro, yeah. I, I, I Switch Two is, is probably the the best thing they could do, or just or just yeah. they could do a Switch Switch OLED, call it Switch HD or Switch 4K or you know whatever you you know like call yeah, it what the heck is or you know I don't know, but yeah, yeah, a few options there. Yeah. Let us know, Nintendo, <laughs> what you can do. Uh, what are we up to? Number nine, is that right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. yeah, and this is kind of a, a safe prediction the more I think about it, but, mm. you know, I was looking at all the games for the Switch that have sold at least a million copies because that's sort of like a benchmark, right? Mm. And there's over 80, which is insane. Mm, that's, that's a lot. Nuts. And I'm mm. predicting we're going to get some new ones. We may find out as early as end of March, early April, but, you know, when all said and done, how many million plus sellers is the switch going to have i can see this number continue to grow you know even if nintendo wasn't actively like producing switch content you know the games are still on the market mm-hmm. they're, they're still going to sell especially if they do like a nintendo select line or price cuts or you know new bundles whatever the case may be but mm-hmm. uh yeah i should probably look how many they have right now so i'll remember next year if uh, mm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> According to Wikipedia, assuming Homer hasn't edited it, there's 84. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we'll see how many we have. You know, will we have 87, 88? I don't know. 90? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I reckon you can easily get to 90. Does it include recent-ish releases like um, like Mario Wonder? And hmm. would Mario RPG have hit a million or not really? Probably not. Yeah. I think if been... well, it has like primary mastered. So I think if they've if Nintendo had shared figures i think it's on here mm, okay yeah, yeah but uh the their last sales figures they announced in early november and wonder came out uh october 20 now it's still pot mm-hmm. i think wonder still sold over some millions in in like the week the mm-hmm. 10 days it was on sale in october right which which would have been in those numbers they reported in november yeah yeah it still yeah. maybe uh, got over the million mark but uh super mario rpg that released in November, so they wouldn't know what that sold yet until, uh, I guess, after March is when they do their quarterly results. Or... Yeah. And yeah, you know, to Justin's prediction, you know, if they do Pokemon black and white, you know, there's a couple, mm-hmm. there's a couple right there, right? Because oh, yeah. Yeah. they kind of yeah. covered, I think. So. <laughs> those, those are like guaranteed 1 million, maybe 10 million, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. Just on level. yeah, exactly. Yes, very cool. Um, so the last prediction in your top 10, uh, Trev, what's your number 10 prediction for the year? Yeah. I was thinking a little bit about you, Gemma, when I did this one, (laughs) but you know, what, what's going to be the deal with Amiibo in, in the uh, new year. And I was trying to think of, you know, releases that we know of that would fit with new Amiibo. And I I went with, 
and this is where I could get in trouble because if there are new amiibo but not attached to this game, <laughs> there's half a point yeah. right there. But Paper Mario, the Thousand Year Door, you know, mm. all I've heard from people, you know, when they talk about this game compared to the other Mario RPG games is there's so many cool characters, unique, fresh characters that we don't see anywhere else. Why not celebrate mm. them in amiibo form? You know, you don't have to lock yeah. content behind them, but just have the figures. I yeah. think they would yeah. really, uh, you know, j just add to the game's, you know, appeal. So mm -hmm. that's my yes. prediction, but I'm, I'm sure either way we'll see some new amiibo. So I'll get a little bit of a credit for this one. <laughs> yeah, I agree. There will definitely be some. I would love to see some Paper Mario amiibo. I would be onto that straight away. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Yeah, I yeah. just I was I was looking at the characters in the game, you know. So I didn't recognize because I haven't played Thousand Year Door, and I'm like, man, that would look cool as a figure. And you know, your mind kind of runs wild and be like, how could they shape this or pose it, or you know, would mm -hmm. they do a bundle, you know, like they did with, mm -hmm. you know, like Metroid Dread or something, and have a pair oh, of them. Yeah. Or... yeah, 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 that'd be cool. Or a three pack like Splatoon has. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah that'd be cool. I'd love that. Oh, yes, uh, very nice. Real quick, uh, guys, I looked at the numbers. We were talking about uh, what are the Switch Online subscription numbers, mm -hmm. and Nintendo did announce those in their uh, in those November um, earnings results, and they're at cool. thirty eight million. Um, oh, okay. So that's that's more than more than I was thinking, but that's still you know again with one hundred and thirty two million Switches, mm. that's yeah. still less know, than a third. Yeah. Yeah. So there's yeah. still plenty, like you said, Trev, there's plenty of opportunity there for them to kind of beef up offerings for that to like if they got man, if they got half of that, man, that would be mm. that, that's just a huge recurring revenue source for them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that would be really cool. Well, thanks yeah. for looking I mean, that up. Good to know. Yeah. Um, so onto your wildcards, Trev. And I think the first one actually kind of is related to amiibo it's toys to life ish right <laughs> yeah and this is one uh, again that i've heard i've read a couple rumors of this past year uh direct from from people at activision and i wouldn't be shocked if the skylanders franchise mm -hmm. came back um there's just there's a lot of potential there and unfortunately what killed the series really wasn't quality. It was just Activision, you know, got greedy and oversaturated the market. But now that it's been some years mm -hmm. since we've had a new Skylanders release, I think it's going to come back. They also mentioned Guitar Hero, which is another, um, a different genre, but it's another one that has, you know, toys, accessories. I think if they do it right, there's potential for a revival because those games were great sellers and especially mm -hmm. on Nintendo hardware. They had a really good relationship with Nintendo. Like they had special Wii bundles for Spyro's Adventure. Mm -hmm. They had Donkey Kong and Bowser Skylanders yeah. for Switch Superchargers. So uh, I'd like to see him come back. I think if they do it smartly, it's going to be a, mm -hmm. a great uh, Phoenix rising from the ashes story. <laughs> yeah, that's real. That would be cool. I never really got into Skylanders. I do you have one Donkey Kong Amiibo that I think also works with Skylanders? But I've never actually played it. But I did. It's funny you mentioned um, Guitar Hero. I was just talking about that the other day, and I miss Guitar Hero. <laughs> I love Guitar Hero. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. Uh, Gemma, that it's probably a blessing if you avoided Skylanders, because if I know you like collecting Amiibos and <laughs> it's just, yes. Uh, and and the Skylanders actually 
you know, besides looking cool, the content's in the game. So mm -hmm, it's right. not just you're going to sit them on your shelf. You're, you're going to want to play them. And your kids would love the games. Yeah. I mean, I love the games and I'm a middle-aged gamer. So yeah, <laughs> they were just so high quality. And, and yeah, they were expensive, but you could see the money went on this screen. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, they could have still been thriving. Like I said, if Activision didn't get carried away with too much expensive plastic. But if they focus mm -hmm. just on the characters, I think this can come back and uh you know whether it's for switch or switch Two or whatever i think there's a lot of potential here so i hope the rumors are true yeah that would be exciting and i mean nintendo's kind of proven that twist life still are worthwhile you know devices they're still making amiibo maybe not as prolifically as they were you know a few years ago but they're still they're still releasing new ones all the time so well they had to a few know. years ago because the wii u was just yeah. It wasn't a revenue maker, so yeah. Yeah, the Amiibo yeah. uh, got them through the Wii U years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Exactly. All right. So the last wildcard entry for um, Trev, what do you have for us? Yeah, I always like to do a little, a little pure Nintendo prediction. And uh, last yeah. year I predicted we'd go back to print, which we did. So yes. Thank goodness or my score would have been even worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I made a prediction that we're going to find a new audience on Blue Sky, which is from the original uh, team of Twitter. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we all know X has really been in, in decline for for too many reasons. I'm not going to get into all of them here, but for people who are leaving that platform, I think they're going to find a new audience. And I think, Gemma, did we just set up an account? For we did. Yes, we have just set up a Blue Sky account. Right. So um need to just, you know finish that off with an, an image and, and a post to say we're here and <laughs> but the account is there so yeah watch out world <laughs> hopefully we you'll uh follow us over to to that and uh yeah good yeah, yeah, yeah. nintendo in store in 2024 <laughs> mm, yeah very exciting i love it that's very cool. Um, I mean, you know, it's sad that Twitter's <laughs> gone the way it has, but yeah. that's okay. It's something new for us and for everyone. Yeah. What do you think, Justin? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, Blue Sky is looking uh, really solid. I think, yeah, it's kind of invite only right now. It's going to be nice. Mm, mm -hmm. That's more. true. Yeah. Um, you know, I think you like, like Threads has picked up some steam and, you know, I, I like, like what I'm seeing with Mastodon, but but yeah, there's just, mm. there's just a lot of options. I wish something would kind of like, Hey, here's the clear, mm -hmm. clear <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, one that people should shift to. And yeah, blue sky. Yeah. If it's got a lot of the original folk, I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. And we'll, uh, we'll let everyone know our handle, et cetera. So you can follow us on blue sky. If you happen to be on that uh, um, particular app, but I guess that wraps up our predictions. Does anyone have anything they wanted to say before we wrap things up for the week? I hope Justin gets 14 points next year, and uh, I hope I get 18 points. With my brother, <laughs> Dr. Mario. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be it's, awesome. It's yeah. <laughs> well, it's that, you know, it's the start of the year. It's like fresh, you know, we've got fresh eyes and fresh hopes and dreams and it's it's a fun fun activity to speculate and and hopefully you know some of these do come true and it's going to be a big year i think either way it's going to be an exciting year for us uh at pure nintendo and for nintendo fans across the world so we love um sharing our thoughts and, and these kinds of things with you every week so thank you listeners for joining us on this journey as always 
Um, someone mentioned the magazine, Trevor mentioned the magazine. We're working on our current issue right now for our print magazine. So if you wanted to jump on board with that, head on over to patreon.com slash Nintendo. We've got our next issue uh, getting ready right now. So yeah, stay tuned for more information on that one. Um, at the moment, you can still follow us on Twitter, of course. We are at Pure Nintendo. <laughs> and, um, of course, our website, PureNintendo.com. And we have lots of great reviews and articles there for you to check out, uh, including these predictions. If you want to see them in text format, you can see them on the website right now. Thank you, Trev and Justin, for joining me this week. And, yeah, thank you, listeners. Until next week, game on, everybody. Thank you. Game on. See you. Bye. <laughs> see you.